What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. You know what it is. You know what it's always been. It's your boy, Big Thug General in the lab. Let's crack a lacking pimps. Yes, sir. It's a pretty mundane Friday. You know, at the end of a pretty mundane week. But I've been catching up on my series, you know. Watch the the end of All American, uh, the end of Power, Ghost Book Two, and stuff. And they brought up, you know, some some valid thoughts. Thought I'd share them with you. Uh, I was supposed to be joined by somebody else to talk about it, but they weren't able to make it. So the show must go on. Well, yeah. These are like pretty, you know, saucy social issues, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know how I'm going to get through this by myself without, you know, reverting to my coping mechanism. I'm usually here just to chat shit when other people are over, you know, talking serious business, but see how this goes. Yes, sir. dive right into it now there's a much I have to say honestly what I prepared for today was a bunch of questions for someone who's more informed you know I guess I'll tackle it by myself the first question this is not how you interview people <laughs> but yeah First question. It's a question I've been asking myself, actually. Like, being a hero. Not, not like, this is a defined hero in a defined circumstance, you know? The example I was going to give was Spencer James. I'm sorry for the spoiler, but at the end of season four of All-American, uh... The Judys pull a stupid prank and the leader of the crew that pulled the prank, he's uh, on probation or something like that. And Spencer decides to take it upon himself to be Jesus and take the blame, put his career at risk so that um, Buddy doesn't go back to jail. And his his explanation for doing that, for putting himself on the line for that kid, was that his future was not worth more than his. Right? And I get it. Everybody's future is worth something. Every kid, especially kids, everyone deserves a second chance. But how far are you willing to go in a direction of I have gotten my break now? Do I sacrifice that 
for someone who may or may not be, you know? Do I sacrifice my clear-cut break for maybe the success of someone else who I have no ties to? So something that I benefit nothing out of. Very noble, very Mother Teresa-like. But a bit doffed, if you ask me. <laughs> like, okay, I get it, right? Trying to save everyone at your own expense. Superhero level shit. Gotta respect it. But. In the long run, if we're thinking about it in the long run, right? You take this bullet. And in the long run... Let's say it works. Shit like this never happens again, which it will, obviously, right? This is a tiny victory he was fighting for about an individual case, which isn't going to change anything about the system. Anyway, <laughs> this works, right? Never happens again. And he won. He becomes um, Brown versus the Board of Education, right? Huge win. But he sacrificed a chance to go to college for four years on a football scholarship where he could have been excellent as he had been previously and gone into the NFL, made money, acquired a status of some power and could have still caused, you know, a significant amount of social change in his within his community. Which is a win-win, right? Okay, maybe this kid would have gone to jail for something that was honestly a minor offense. Wouldn't even call it an offense. It was a prank. But this is a kid that is a junior in high school. He's 16, 17. He knows better. Should know better. I get it. I'm fucked up when I was 16. Fucked up when I was 17. It's... It's very hard to keep your foot on the gas and your head in the right space. However, how would you feel if you were that kid? You know, the one that's being saved, right? Because at 15 and 16, arrogance is at the at your fingertips, you know what I'm saying? Well, in the show, Asher, the the other wide receiver, he was offered a scholarship by his stepdad or whatever, and he tried to turn it down. What? 200000 I would never... I don't care who you are. Unless I have to send it, my soul away to the devil. But if you decide to pay for four years of my college, who am I to say no? That's not even a debate I'm willing to have. Jaco said pride is the devil and I live by that. But is that some kind of pride? Because I felt I felt like this was Spencer James saying I'm untouchable. And okay, you have power, right? And you can leverage it. Sure, but to some degree, like, 
Is it delirious? Was it delirious to think that you could fight a whole system by yourself? Or was it trying to play the sacrificial lamb? There's so many explanations you could come up with. Maybe he was afraid that he would be a bust in college, you know, not get drafted. And he thought this was a better escape than to have to answer to expectations he'd set for himself. He's a pretty cocky dude, though. I don't see that. Well, here's another side to the story, right? Tariq St. Patrick. I'm sorry if you haven't watched Ghost Book 2. But this is someone that's in the waiting period, right? That chose a different path. He didn't go to be a hero, but he found a way to make it work while he's working his way to get that bit of power, you know? Once he's done with high school, I mean college, he will get his inheritance and all that. Didn't go about it right. Not justifying being a drug kingpin or any of that. But this is a kid who, after having everything and being promised everything, ended up with absolutely nothing. Was it his fault? Yeah, you could argue that. No, it was definitely his fault. I I hated his guts for what he did. But he he took the other route, right? And yeah, it's hard. Every route you will take in this situation is hard. But these were two kids around the same age that were faced with the same situation. One took one route. The other took the other. So Spencer James put his family's future at risk because, I mean, once you get drafted to the NFL and you're smart with your money, that's like, you know, you're guaranteed a decent life after that. I mean, in the event that you're smart with your money, yes. But if you blow all that in search for social justice, there is no one that has ever secured generational wealth out of pursuing social justice. Nobody. It's it's the most. No, excuse me. It's the least rewarding pursuit you can endeavor in life. Social justice and journalism. Yeah, most things like that. It's a calling, right? Just m- much like priesthood and psychology. <laughs> I, by the way, this is a side note, but I feel so terrible for shrinks. Man, those people have been through it. Let's be honest. Especially after this pandemic. Yeah. Anyway, back to the topic. Okay, it's it's fine to want to be a savior, right? Everybody wants to be a hero. But the price to pay for that is 
incandescent, man. I don't know. Is it should we the point I'm trying to make is who are you being a hero for? Right? How do you value whose future is worth what? Right? He's fighting for this kid's future. But does this kid give his future the same way? Would he do the same thing for him? Roles reversed. And I know that doesn't matter when you're trying to do good. But you have, in order to put your life, your future on the line, I think there has to be some conviction there that whoever you're fighting for is willing to be fought for. Not only willing, everybody's willing to be fought for, but is willing to carry that cross with you, you know, to die on that hill with you. So if I were put in that situation, I'd like some assurances, you know, like if I'm going to lay down my life with you, for you, you better, I don't know. You better show me something worth laying my life down for. Hey, you better be that guy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, brings me to my second point. Flash Mob Spartacus. First of all, that's a really cool thing to say. What? (laughs) That's why I named this episode... Flash mob spreading it. It's just a cool thing to say. It sounds dangerous, but the term in itself comes from an old movie called Spartacus. And I definitely didn't Google this. So please, you know, feel free to do your own research. But uh, Spartacus is a movie or a Greek mythological story. I don't know. Like, yeah, I know the movie. Right? And then everybody uh, charged in the room. Much like in the Spencer James scene, everybody charged in the room said, no, it was me. And then somebody else said, no, it was me. In the movie, people were going, no, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. Right. You get you get the gist. A lot of people charged in the room, confessed to the same crime, Hence, you can't get us all type shit, right? But this ended in Spencer's principal losing his job. Now, did it work? No. Because there's a scapegoat. It doesn't... Does group protest assure change? Or is it cause for mass retaliation? Another example. Um, I live in Louisville. And Breonna Taylor was murdered by the police in Louisville, in my city. 
People went to protest. Famous people were down here. And they were arrested. A famous rapper, Corday, was arrested in Louisville for protesting for Breonna Taylor's um, justice. So, yes, they got news coverage. And they made noise for about two days, day and a half on CNN. And that's that. They were released, and that's that. So, I think for something to change, someone has to be the scapegoat. Someone has to be blamed, or something, in this case, the system. But in Spencer James' case, talking about the character, it was the principal. Valid question. I don't know. But Tariq St. Patrick took a different route. No. He chose to be the saved rather than, you know, a savior. Right? But when Tariq was arrested, he was alone. And there was no flash mob Spartacus. But Tariq had the funds to hire a dog of a lawyer. Not only that, an indecent one. And you know how far somebody will go to make that dollar value. So you can't hate um, Davis McLean, who's Tariq's attorney in Power Book 2, goes, um, if you don't watch the show. And if you we're about to watch a show. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Although, um, here's what I would like to make as the point or to raise as the question, right? Does power in numbers matter? more than power and status. Because Tariq was a pretty, what is a pretty powerful figure. Given it's not massively known, doesn't need to be really to be powerful. But his power is backed by his money. Rather, his ability to make money. Now, the legality of this money, while not a factor in this debate, poses some moral and ethical questions. But however, money is power in today's world. Because... The politicians we put our trust in also need money to fund campaigns, to secure their families. And, you know, nobody can judge people off of that, but still, money is power. So the question here is do you 
Stand by and watch Injustice while you're preparing yourself. You're putting yourself in positions where you can fight it with more ammo. You know, you can come at Injustice with the wrath of Zeus, you know, or do you take your chances and just fight for the little guy regardless? Well, that's the moral question here. And look, there is an option to send voice notes in the description for the podcast. I encourage you to do so if you have, you know, anything to to share or to add. And engage with me at Big Thug Boys. It's been the general. Good night. <laughs>